Hello, Babylonians! Hey, guys! Hey, hi, hello! Hello Babylonians! I know a lot of you have been with us for a long time, even from the beginning, and we cannot say thank you enough. And I know a lot of you have been asking a lot lately, how do you make your own podcast? Well, it's simple. I use Anchor. Anchor Anchor.fm, which is the website, or there is an app, or you can go on your computer, whatever you want to do. It's the easiest way. Um, It is run through Spotify, so that is one of the first uh, platforms that you'll be able to distribute your podcast out onto, and there's lots of different, it'll stream to at least, I think, 10 different platforms, or more. um, I'm going to give you a quick rundown about how it works. Anchor lets you record and edit podcasts right from your phone or computer, so no matter where your setup is like, you can start creating today, today, and tell me what your podcast name is, because you know I'm going to listen. Then you can distribute your podcast to the most popular listening platforms, including Spotify with a single tap. Anchor is also the place you can publish video podcasts to Spotify. I know a lot of you have been asking for video. Don't worry, I'm working on it. With Anchor, creators can earn money, yes, yes, you heard that right, in a variety of ways, including ads like this one and podcast subscriptions. And best of all, Anchor is totally free. That's what sold me, even though it didn't have to sell me because it's free. Download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Happy listening. I hope everyone's doing well. I hope it's not... Um, I don't really know where I was going with that. Uh, hi. Hey, is this tippity-tappity you're hearing? This padding? <laughs> Tippy-tapping. It's none of that. It's fine. It's, it's padding. It's padding the baby. So I'm padding the baby. He just ate, but he may want to eat more, so we may... Well, we'll adjust accordingly. This is keeping him content thus far. Yes. Um, but yeah, so, um, some exciting things for today's episode. Uh, <gasps> do tell, Nicole, do tell. <laughs> okay, first off, hello to Zimbabwe. Hey! We have a listener in Zimbabwe. I'm Thank like, you. Wah. So that puts us in 56 different countries have tuned into our voices. We love you and appreciate you. All of you, every single one of you, even Wyoming, who's still not there. Yep. We'd appreciate you more if you actually listen. <laughs> yeah. So we're going to talk kindly about you. Even though sometimes I don't want it. <laughs> I like it's like the girls on Weekly Variety when they can't they haven't got Alaska mm-hmm. and they're just like, Nope, just no. Nope. And they're like, nope. Well, we tried. <laughs> it's kinda of where I'm at with Wyoming. We're, we're trying. We're trying. We're <laughs> trying. Um also, okay, so yeah, that was the first thing. Zimbabwe. Um, that's pretty freaking rad. Hello. Um uh, I've got another little creature who's gonna be in and out of here I'm sure, and then my dog was just jingling. I don't know what he's smiling at, but there's nothing back there. There's something good. Something good. Floating around. That was a big, big, big smile. Sweet baby. And then, um, okay, so today is, so, well, hearing this in your ear holes, it is September 28th, which is special for two reasons. One, um, 
we've been talking about Angry Gnome Apparel, which is my brother Philip and his wife's t-shirt company. Say that again. What's the company? Angry Gnome Apparel. Woo, 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 woo. <laughs> that was gorgeous. Stamps. So not only are we doing a collaboration with them, today that this podcast is hitting your ear holes is Philip's birthday. Happy birthday, Philip. It's your birthday, so you better freaking listen to this episode. But anyways, so in the spirit of birthdays and collaborations, and also this coming Thursday, September 30th, is actually International Podcast Day. So guess who didn't know that? Us podcasters. Guess who did? Phil. Our brother. My brother. (laughs) Our brother, yes. So he told us about it, and he's like, let's do a collab. So not only does he have super okay, loud that was dog, <laughs> oh my gosh, um, super amazing, fun uh, t-shirts and hats and sweatshirts and all sorts of things. Hoodies. Hoodies. Um, uh, yeah, and crew net, like there's so many things. Um, uh, I lost my train of thought. Not only does he have that for Angry Gnome Apparel, but yes, we're, well, we were able to send him our design over there. And guess what? So you guys can get some bloody babbles merch. Hell! So many different colors. Um, hats, hoodies, and t-shirts. Beanies, not hats. Beanies. Well, I mean beanies. beanies. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like stocking caps. Super cool. Super fun colors. All of that on Angry Gnome Apparel. It's angrygnome.shop. As always, the link will be in our notes um, for this show. Um, it'll be everywhere on our social medias, on their social media. Um, and Gnome has a silent G in yeah, front of that Angry, N. A-N-G-R-Y, G-N-O-M-E dot S-H-O-P, Angry Gnome Shop. And when you use code BABBLES. What's the code? BABBLES. One more time. BABBLES. It's what we do. That's what we do here. <laughs> B-A-B-B-L-E-S. So use that. Use that code and you get a discount of 20%. 20%. Oh, I'm really glad you, guys. you do that. 20%. That was the best because I didn't know that number. The one thing I can remember number wise. Yes. Because <laughs> she hasn't known what date it is for a week. It's factual. She's. It's fine. This is why we love her. So Angry Gnome Apparel, angrygnome.shop, code BABBLES. This promo is running starting on Thursday, September 30th at midnight, I'm assuming, and then running until 11.59 p.m., I'm assuming, on October 9th. So September 30th to October 9th, go get you some Bloody Babbles merch and support a really awesome business. And by my brother again, and his wife. we've said the quality of these shirts, we're not just saying this because we're related. They're actually great quality shirts. The design Soft. is not going to like crumble away or anything when you wash it. It's it, they they do exquisite work, and it the size. Um, f- what is what true is, to size? True to size. Thank true you. True to size. And if you want to, then if you want to size up a little bigger, like we were talking about with um, the Charles hoodies husband or whatever, and yeah. I because we want to get hoodies and we're going to get it all. I said I wanted one in every color, but I don't know if that's um, in my budget. But you know, I might <laughs> make it work. <laughs> I have a Bloody Pebbles t-shirt under my t-shirts when I go back to work. Um, <laughs> I want a beanie and a hoodie for show. Me and then that, there's some super cute shirts that they, they sell have, that aren't yeah. Bloody Babbles related. But they're so fucking cute. And they have a lot of cool um, Halloween themed ones yes. also right now. So there's a lot of like with um, 
uh, horror movie yeah. um, but villains. It's, but it's the entire site, from what Phil told us. Yep. It's not just horror-related or bloody, right, 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 right. bloody babbles-related. His entire site, if you use babbles... It'll get 20% off your order. Yes. Pow, pow, pow. From well, October 30th... Excuse me, from September 30th, there we go, to October 9th. I don't know if we said that enough. Well, I, think I guess so. We're going to say it again at the end. Facts. Oh, man. So that's how we feel if you don't want to go buy merch. Yeah. Because I know a lot of people have been have already gotten some t-shirts that I did um, on my own. But this is going to be awesome. Because I like everyone. And I want everyone to be able to rock our stuff. Yes. So And, and then, you, this way you get a huge can, variety of colors. And you get, yeah, you like get you hoodies, get to, you can get beanies, whatever. That's exactly what I was going to say. I'm We're sorry. just on the same wavelength and I'm loving it. But... Okay, so that there you sums have it. it up. So now we got to talk about not happy things because that's what we do here. Um, um, yep, yep, yep. So I found this is also um, another Nate sponsored episode, as I like to call them. Our homie Nate at Twitter. He we love you, Nate Dog. Nate, you are the freaking bee's knees. And the fact that this um, this kind of revolves around Halloween a little bit, so that was kind of cool. That was just a coincidence when I was doing the research for this one. So, let's dive right in. We are going to be talking about Heather Stevenson Snell. Not oh. to be confused with Heather Snell, who is an actress. <laughs> Didn't know that until I was looking her name up, and I'm like, I'm not finding anything about a person who's committed a murder. That's because I missed a whole middle name when I was jotting it down in my notes in my phone. So, she was born in Malta. I don't know where that is. Okay. Okay. It's, it's overseas somewhere. On December 2nd, 1957, but she was raised in Canada. Um, her father was in the British Army and moved around a lot in her childhood. Her parents ended up separating when she was seven years old. She lived with her mom and brother in Canada. Like I said, she was raised there. Um, she ended up losing total contact with her father after moving away. They lived in Canada for six years with um, her mom and her and her brother, and then they ended up moving back to the UK. Hello, UK listeners. Hey. What um, And Malta? Malta? Malta. Listeners? We need maybe, some of you. Maybe we'll have some Malta listeners. Hello. <laughs> um, at age 13, she was sent to a boarding school in Kent, England. She was an intelligent child, but didn't apply herself to her schoolwork. I know some kids like that. Hey. Um, in her later teens, she moved to Scarborough to live with her aunt and had a few run-ins with the police, but those were minor offenses, nothing too crazy compared to what she does later on in life. Okay. Um, she was starting to feel her life was going off track, so she ended up getting a job at a little bookstore, um, and she ended up meeting a man named Leo Snell, and sparks just flew between them, and they were in love. In 1978, um, within months of meeting, they ended up getting married and having a son soon after, and his name was Solomon. Um, I like the name Solemn. It just sounds solemn. Huh? Hold on. I'm sorry. Pause for the cause. I have to do this okay. for Dawn. She wants to hear baby noises. She told us. <laughs> Is this a growl? Okay. Well, Dawn, he was making more noise away from the microphone. You got a you little. You probably really can still hear it. He's pretty. He's catch a lot. Um. So. Um, if Sorry. you don't like uh, baby babbles, well, <laughs> you're in the wrong place because babbles is a broad spectrum for us. Facts. <laughs> Back to the bloody. Okay, so they ended up moving to Penworth in Cambria where they opened a gallery and a bookstore. And at this point in time, their marriage was starting to fall apart, however, and they ended up divorcing in the mid-1980s. So how long were they together? Sorry. 
I'm gonna guess around like 85, 86. So they were probably together. It was less than 10 years. Okay, like, I, was, I was between like five to seven years. Tuned into his noises, and some of that didn't. She just totally didn't absorb. Me out. I did. I'm sorry. Nobody's dead yet, so you're ah. fine. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, um, Heather decided to take a social sciences course through a university, and she completed it and then wanted to further her study in social science. So at age 30 in 1987, she starts studying psychology at the University of York. Okay. Um, it was the one YouTube video that I found um, listening to this guy, or listening to um, some more about her life. I was able to find a lot of info, and he had a British accent, so it was really hard to determine some of the things, because at one point I thought he was, she's, he said she moved to New York, way off. Okay. I had to listen to it three times. <laughs> and You're then, like, I need closed captioning. Uh, <laughs> yes. It was fun to listen to him because I love accents any, in any and all accents, yes. but British accents. Mm. Uh, mm. Go back and listen to the episode with I'm Ian. I'm like, hello, Ian. Ian, hey, <laughs> hey, girl. <laughs> hey, girl. Hey, girl. Hey. <laughs> yes. Go check out his YouTube, too. Uh, oh, my gosh. We'll, we'll plug that at the end. Um, <laughs> um, okay, so she goes to the University of York. Three years later, she graduates and opens her own psychotherapy clinic in York in 1991. Okay. So over the years, she sees hundreds of patients working from her home to her patients. She was a calming professional influence on their life when life was getting difficult for them, as a therapist should be a calming person for you. Um, outside of therapy, she was a motorcyclist. Okay. Um, she would often attend rallies and was the president of an all-female biker club that was called Stuff the Irony, which I thought that was kind of cool. Mm -hmm. But then in another article that I ended up reading on her, she said that she was a member of the Hells Angels, and it was like female Hells Angels. So I'm not sure if she did both or Stuff the Irony was also Hells Angels, but yeah, just wanted that to be thrown in there also. Okay. So they would meet in her garage at her home in York. Um, she would often tell stories that were exaggerated or not fully true. True. I was trying to add an L to that word. I don't know why. True to keep the girls enticed by her. The room was mostly a party room to drink, take drugs, and listen to music and tell these wild tales. Um, she also, super casual, started a hobby of uh, collecting weapons. One special one was a World War II pistol. Um, she also had two Rottweilers, and this brings, yes, so um, we're moving into the year 2002, and so she placed an ad for a dog sitter. She needed someone to watch the dogs while she was busy taking care of her patients. Everyone's like, that's really random. That's listening. I don't know if you really think that, but it is important that this dog ad is placed because it brings us to where things are going to get bloody. Okay. Wee! So Heather Babylon. Ha <laughs> 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 Look what we did there. <laughs> yes. So Heather ends up meeting her um, this boyfriend that she ends up getting, and he's a one-time male stripper, and his name is Adrian Sinclair. For the first time, when he responded to an advertisement, she ended up placing for a dog sitter. Told you it was important. Okay. Um, he was impressed by the smart professional psychotherapist who came to meet him at the door of a semi-detached house in York. Heather to him was very charming, and um, they went more than just being a dog sitter. They, of course, started dating pretty soon after that. They started doing doggy style. <laughs> See what we did there? Oh, my gosh. Bark. <laughs> a few weeks into the relationship, um, Adrian quickly realizes something is, isn't quite right with them. This is just weeks in, like literally 
three to four weeks in. Um, Heather was very controlling and demanded constant attention. I mean, same. Not the controlling. <laughs> oh my god, that makes me sound like a monster. That was I need so con- fucking I, funny. I need constant attention. <laughs> Tell me I'm pretty. Um, okay, sorry. This plus her weird obsession with weapons made Adrian uncomfortable. That's a normal thing to feel uncomfortable about, but uncomfortable about, especially with someone you just literally met and now you're dating them. So Heather would tell Adrian the other life she was living. She would boast of attacking people who crossed her path and showed him guns and machetes hanging in her den, um, quote unquote. Um, he felt very trapped and wanted to get out of the relationship. So, um, growing increasingly alarmed by her strange obsessive behavior, that he decides to break up with Heather and ends up moving to Radcliffe in 2002, later on that year. Heather was um, getting ready to go to the U.S. for four months for a course she was going to take or teach. I couldn't, um, I don't know if it, it said that on both. Um, he saw this as his way out. So she ends up finding out while she's in the U.S. that he moves out of their house and she's furious. Um, she started to call him, uh, like I said, furiously and relentlessly. Over time, the calls turned into threats. Let me double check this. Okay, great. Um, turned into threats because bitch is crazy. And she would even call his family and friends. And she was able to manipulate the conversation so well that they would tell him what he was doing with his life. Like where he was going, what he was doing, what he was working on, who he was seeing. Because he ends up meeting a divorcee and her name is Diana or Diane. The one guy I listened to on YouTube said Diane. The article I found said Diana. So I'm going to go with Diane, and we'll just roll with that because that's what I end up using throughout the notes. Okay. Um, Diane Lomax, and she was 35, and she had two sons who were aged 5 and 8. Heather found out through Adrian's sister about his new love affair, mad, furious, angry, like she just controlling is. She begins sending the couple abusive phone calls and death threats. Gross. Um, she ends up calling Diane a filthy prostitute. Um, <laughs> when she returned from the U.S., Adrian bravely decided to meet her at the airport to help talk things through to get her to calm down and not be so abrasive, aggressive, you know, obsessive. So much like somebody kind of... <clears throat> Sorry. Yep. Uh, when they returned to Heather's house, they ended up in bed together, had sex, boom, and instantly Adrian regrets this mistake of this hookup. Um, he goes back to Diane. Um, I'm not 100% sure if he told Diane what happened or just kept that hush-hush that wasn't clearly made, but he was like, nah, this wasn't good enough sex for me. Bye. Not that that's a reason to stay with the person, but she's also crazy. So anyways, so, uh, <laughs> which enraged Heather more. So she ended up fixating her rage on Diane as she felt she was in the way of her true happiness with Adrian. Mm-hmm. She'd call them over 10 times a day. Mm-hmm. Um, Adrian and Diane had to move to different places. Um, at one point, they were going to move to this place called Huddersfield um, because of her, but she would always find them. Um, okay, I don't get to it yet, but I will in a minute. Hutterfield comes back into play. That was just one of the places they were looking to move, but they didn't actually because of um, something Heather says here in a minute. Desperate for protection from the Heather, Adrian ends up turning to the police but they could not do anything since they had no evidence to back his claims. Until she did something to him, the police couldn't do anything. All they said is to keep a log of every incident they had with Heather. 
So she started watching them and stalking them relentlessly. She even saw the two children as fair game as well. Gross. Because um, she's a fucking nasty bitch, is what I put in my notes. Um, she would follow the children to and from school. She would even threaten Diane about um, something happening to the children if she wouldn't leave Adrian. Like, she took it to a level that was just above and beyond. Mm-hmm. Just for this dude who clearly doesn't want her. Um, there was also claims that Diane was abusing the children, that an anonymous tip was made to social services, despite no evidence of any type of abuse. So Diane, obviously, or not Diane, Heather called in. Sorry. Time to take your blood sugar? Yes. We'll okay. Pause for the car. Yes. We can. Can I put you that little spirit you really- Okay. So yeah. I'll just take a small hiatus there. Okay. 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 So we were talking about, oh, okay, um, how... Heather had made an accusation against um, Diane, Diane saying me. that she was abusing the children Correct. when she was not. And click back to my notes, please. Thank you. Oh, my gosh. Okay, I'm not left-handed. Okay, so when they were planning to move to Huddersfield, Heather ended up calling them before the house was finalized and asked, what's the weather like in Huddersfield? She didn't tell them. That, that the, or he didn't like tell her that's where they were moving she already knew that's where they were planning on to move gross. like she was always one step ahead and she was gross and so they didn't end up moving there they just moved to like different places throughout um i think it was radic rough earth yeah rufford rough earth something like that i don't know so in the spring of 2003 the harassment suddenly just stops she doesn't call them doesn't stalk them doesn't bother the kids anymore So the couple ended up trying to move on with their lives and Heather ended up joining the North uh, North of England Activity Center at Rutherford near York. See, that's when I I heard it. It said Rutherford near York and I thought it said Rutherford, New York. I'm like, huh, I had to listen to that part three times (laughs) where she um, took a play, play, clay pigeon shooting lessons. She was taught how to handle a shotgun. Don't be suspicious. This caused a strain um, in Adrian's relationship with Diane. He decided to give their relationship a break by moving into his friend's home while Diane stayed back at their home in Radcliffe. Okay, Radcliffe. It's Radcliffe and Ruthford. Um, For a while, the phone stopped ringing and everything felt normal again, but unknown to him, you know, she was taking these um, lessons at the shooting center and was working on a way to end up omitting Diane from this world. A.K.A. She's going to kill her. So... Now we move to two, so that was in early 2003, spring. So now it's Halloween, 2003. Would you stop that? Halloween, 2003. Diane, or Heather puts her plans to action. Oh my gosh, child. Um, she, um, at midnight, she drives her red Ford Escort down to Diane's house. Adrian was away at the time at his friend's. She was covered in a white sheet from the neck down and wearing an orange scream mask, which we will have um, on our social medias. She walks up to her love rival's house, so to speak, and began banging on her door. Goodness. Her plans end up backfiring um, as she's banging on the door because a neighbor comes out of his house. His name is Robert Bob Wilkie. Um, Robert, but he goes by Bob, who is a former soldier. he was seeing what all the no- noise and racket was about. Um, in front of his neighbor's home, he saw this ghost-like figure banging furiously at the door, and he's like, hey, keep the noise down. Um, she tells, turns to him and says, go back inside and mind your own business. 
Bob goes on to meet with the intruder, demanding that they take off their mask, whoever this person is. Um, Heather ends up refusing, and he goes to reach out to pull it off her face. As he begins pulling the mask, the intruder pulls out a shotgun that was hidden underneath her um, costume and fires at Bob and hits him directly in the stomach. They were literally like three feet from each other, like three feet away, or as they said on the one thing, a meter. Um, The gun kicked back and hit her in the face. He um, ends up dying instantly, and the intruder, she, um, I kept saying intruder, she leaves the house and gets in her car and drives off. So, um, why didn't I go down? Okay. Um, um, So, at this time, Bob had just gotten, recently got engaged to his girlfriend of 10 months. Her name was Debbie O'Brien. He had just met with her father just a few weeks before to ask for her hand in marriage and had also just recently reconciled a long-standing disagreement with his brother just a few nights before he was shot in the stomach by Heather. So he had just gotten all these good things going on in his life and all because he was trying to be freaking neighborly ends up losing his life to this freaking stupid see you next Tuesday of a human. So... After she shoots him, yeah, I said she raced to her car and drives off back to her home in York. Um, She was later pulled over by the police for driving very slowly along the M62 motorway at around 1.30 a.m., so about an hour after she had committed her crime. She gives them a fake name, but the policeman found the shotgun under the bloodstained white sheet, and she ended up having a knife in her waistband also of her clothes. So she was arrested for possession of a deadly weapon. I said that really weird. I'm so sorry. Um, she quickly went into, wa- or no, she quickly wanted to be in charge of what the police did with her, stating what cell she wanted to be in, <laughs> when she wanted her food, oh. and how long the interview was going to last about why she had these items and why she was covered in blood. So police end up searching her house, and it was quickly found about her um, whole plan. She put everything on index cards, like a damn genius, and left them out in the open. She hadn't planned on being interrupted by the neighbor, so she ends up, you know, committing murder, but to the wrong person in retrospect of things. So, literally an hour after she shoots Bob, she's caught and in police custody. So, that was um, Halloween of 2003. In 2004, at the Manchester Crown Court, it was brought to the jury's attention that the police had discovered an index card detailing her plan for the murder of Diane Lomax and her escape, as well as her plan to frame Adrian for the crime after a lover's squabble is how she was going to do it. Just show up, set the scene. Um, uh, she was even going to like involve the children in it, too. Like, take them out if need be. Like, wow. Like, she was all... It was disgusting. She's a psycho. Yep. Um, She denied all charges, naturally, as one does. She claimed she went to the house to get her dog back because, remember, this all started out with Adrian being her dog sitter. Um, She said they had never been romantically involved and that she was sacking him from his dog sitting job as he wasn't up to the task. (laughs) So her story just keeps changing. Okay. Yep. She said that Adrian had attacked her at one point and that the gun went off accidentally when she encountered Bob and that he had punched her multiple times in the face. So, um, yeah, I don't know why it said that um, Adrian attacked her at one point. I think she's that's why she had the gun, just to protect herself, I guess, is what I'm assuming. So, um, 
the prosecution ends up bringing in a tape of the sounds from the encounter between Bob and Heather. They didn't have picture because of the way the camera was pointed, but the sound itself helped. Heather showed absolutely no remorse for her actions. Um, this is what the judge ends up saying to her. The plans you made were breathtaking, Mr. Justice Wakerly told Heather. Quote, you planned your escape meticulously and you planned to frame Sinclair. He added that the psychotherapist who suffered from a personality disorder always sought to be the center of attention and through an obsession with Adrian Sinclair took the life of Bob Wilkie. And if you see, I'll, either I'll show you afterwards or once you see his picture, like Bob was like, just the, he just looked like the sweetest guy. And, how, and he was, like, it was bullshit. But it sounds mean, like getting his life back in yeah, order. Yeah, back in order. Too. And I mean, it was a soldier, so his natural right. thing is to protect. Yeah. Like, it's just, yeah. it's just bullshit. Um, uh, more from the judge was, your lives were breathtaking and shameless, and I note that you were shown, um, you have shown absolutely no remorse at what you have done. You knew perfectly well what you were doing. So, on September 21st, 2004, she was sentenced by uh, Mr. Justice Wakerly to life imprisonment and would serve a minimum of 22 years for murder and 18 years to run concurrently after she was also convicted of attempted murder of Diane Lomax. She was called bizarre, twisted, and a danger to the public. She will be eligible for parole in 2026, so that's five years from now. While in prison, um, Adrian and Diane end up splitting up after a few weeks, um, ended up splitting up after a few weeks after the murder. Diane ended up moving away the following year. And then a year to the day um, on Halloween 2004, Adrian was ended up being jumped and beaten up by a group of people who said to him, this is for Heather. Um, he has now went on and changed his name, moved away, and remains oh anonymous. Gosh. I'm like, for one, why would you... I'm like, who would be on her side, in my opinion? I'm like, ew, gross. And two, poor Adrian. <laughs> yeah. All because he answered an ad and, like... If you looked up a picture, she's not, like, an attractive lady. Like, ew. Especially, and it has, like, the picture of her with her face all fucked up because the gun jumped back sure, and hit her yeah, in the yeah. face. Because at first I was like, what the fuck is this picture? And then I'm like, ah, okay, that adds up. That the gun jumped back and hit her in the face. You just need to calm down, little baby. Um, But, yeah, so <coughs> another super... Not like super short, but a little. It's like sleeping with the enemy, right? Or yeah, no, not sleeping. No, that's the one with um, Julia Roberts. Uh, single white female. Sure. Have you not seen that? I have no, not. It's, it's you should see it. Um, it. It's just it's in. It's insane, what somebody who's just not in their right mind, the. I can't think of the right word, but like <laughs> that, how far they will go. Yeah. How crazily far they will go to stay in control and be in control and the lies and the manipulation and the like sometimes you can you can fantasize if you will about oh you know like no one ever like doing it over me like that I never had a stalker but this is the reality else. yeah <laughs> well and then like there's there was one I can't remember the podcast now but they covered this. I think she was like a pretty big, well, especially Hollywood stars get stalkers all the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. And I mean, I know there's cases where it's, it's ended in murder. Oh, it was like in the, it was a girl who was like an up and coming story. I've heard about. I've heard it a couple times. Um, hello there. Um, 
but yeah, it's just, yeah, she definitely had an obsessive part in her personality that just, she just fixated on him and he was the one she had to have and n literally nothing was going to stop her to get her way. Well then, and then when one goes into, goes into psychology like this, this isn't the first time we've told stories or you've, you've shared yeah. a story about somebody who all of a sudden decides to, 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 um, get like a degree or to learn about psychology and yeah. it's like, do you, well, how do you not realize? Well, it's like, I've been listening to Morbid and they, they just recently covered the Hillside Stranglers, which we did back in, that was our very first two episodes. And they did it in three parts, and what they fixated on more was stuff we, we didn't quite touch on, and like how Kenneth Bianchi ended up using, trying to be, um, use multiple personality disorder, mm -hmm. but he was very intelligent in psychology because he had those books all over his apartment, and for a while they believed him, mm -hmm. like they were starting to believe him, and then they're like, no, nah, you're full of shit. Right. Because two of his personalities ended up doing the same thing because he thought that they wouldn't notice or whatever. Well, no, sir. Wow. Still in prison, but yeah, it's just—it's kind of. Well, I hope whoever Adrian became became it has become is living a glorious life and is happy and and no longer feels like he has to look over his shoulder. Or right. I mean, I'm, she's in jail, but like, I mean, that that's a. I hope he's done therapy. Like, yeah. I, <laughs> I hope he. Yeah. I hope he's led a a, a good life. Because, yeah. like, because, you know, she was, I don't know if, what the age difference between them was, if there was even that much of an age difference, because she was born in 57, so she'd be, like, in her 60, 64, maybe? About to be 64. But even Diane, and then, and then, um, Bob's wife, I, yeah. I hope they all... Or his fiance, yeah. Or whatever, yeah, I hope, I hope good things have happened to all of them, I really, right. really do. I hope he's resting peacefully on the other side, watching over everyone. It's just, just to be, literally, just to be, trying to be a good neighbor. Granted, I mean, she was, like, pounding on the door, and, you know, it's Halloween night, so you could be like, oh, it's a late-night trick-or-treater. Yeah, but it's then, 12 fucking 30, I, I'm a trick-or-treater. Yeah. I'm sorry, but near. Um, <laughs> like, now, like, I'm not going to be opening my door for anyone on help. <laughs> like, nope, you knocked too loudly. <laughs> <laughs> no candy for you. <laughs> All my nieces and nephews have been around. Sorry, no. Don't know who you are. Bye. <laughs> oh my gosh. So I thought it was just kind of, it fit in with everything that we have going on with this episode, just that it was a Halloween case. And then I'll post the picture of, because she used a scream mask, so this is like a scream, sure. screamer Halloween or whatever, because it was in 2003, but it was orange, so I thought that was kind of different. So. Yeah. But yeah, it was very distinct. And then she has like an array of weapons, not uh, that she has with the picture with the mask, but ultimately she ended up using the sawed off shotgun and then had the knife in her belt, like in case things went south. I don't know. But just how fantastic that she wrote it down on index cards too. Yeah. Because otherwise, who knows how long that trail or whatever that yeah. would have gone on, you know? Yeah. They that always she slip was up to, somehow. These yeah, that people, she was able to get clever. double charged um, mm -hmm. for murder attempted, and attempted yeah. murder. Mm -hmm. So, hopefully she'll get denied parole in 2026. I'm sure she will. I mean, that was a very, like I said, meticulous plan that she set out to do. And I'm like, Diane doesn't need to worry about that. Like, she just needs to stay the fuck away. And stay yeah. locked up and 
live a terrible life and I hope she gets like booty touched all the time with a rope. I hope she has a constant UTI and yeast infection. There you go. Yeah. I don't know where I was going with that. That's okay. We're, we're, it's, I hope she never gets let out of her cell facts. because everyone wants to beat the shit out of her and yeah. I hope that she never has hot water when she takes a shower. <laughs> yeah. I could go on forever. Facts. Let's be real here. All right, so, reminder. Reminder, if you didn't listen to the beginning of this episode because you skipped forward because you're rude. No, I'm just kidding. I'm so sorry. I'm just kidding. But anyways. It would have been rude in this case because then you're causing yourself to miss out on an amazing discount on some amazing apparel. From Angry Gnome Apparel. Yes. So you want to that? <laughs> Code Babbles. B-A-B-B-L-E-S. Babbles. Mm-hmm. Um, on the whole website, 20% off. Not just our merch, which we have merch in the store that will be live on Thursday, September 30th until Saturday, October 9th. So get in there, buy you some Bloody Babble stuff, buy you some Angry Gnome apparel. They have some wicked cool. They've got like um, moon face different shirts. They've got uh, Halloween related shirts. They've got just so much stuff. Yes. And then what's you Outside, if you're into outsidey stuff, they've got some cute just yes. outside references and just yeah. designs and gnomes and yeah. like Nicole just yes. mentioned. Halloween stuff, and of course, Bloody Babbles stuff. Bloody Babbles merch, if you t-shirts, like, hats. Yeah. And. As far as hats, the reason we only have beanies is because um, it just, the our... Our, um, our logo that yes. I have. Um, it, 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 didn't it just quite, wasn't working right on yeah. a hat. So, so But I mean, it's cold season, and apparently, yeah. according to the weather gods, I don't remember, because of how mild, or our summer was pretty mild. It wasn't too awful. We're supposed to have a really aggressive Farmer's winter. Farmer's Almanac is, but yeah. Yeah, that's, there you go. Mm-hmm. I you know things. Sometimes. I'm just here. <laughs> getting licked. Breastfeeding and getting licked by a dog on my other hand. It's great. So, go to... AngryGnome.shop. The link is in the show notes. It's going to be all over our social medias. Um, or just look up Angry Gnome Apparel. A-P-P-A-R-E-L. Because I know apparel is hard to spell for some people. Because me. Um... <laughs> And 20% off um, from September 20th. September 30th. Oh, my God. I'm stupid. Nicole, you just keep We are in the past now. Yes. Hello. Sorry. September 30th to October 9th. 9th. Yes. <laughs> so that's just a little over It's a little over a week. So, yeah, get, get some shopping in. And Thursday's International Podcast Day. So thank you to all of our international and national podcast friends we love you um we love all of our we have so many i have so many podcasts that i love to listen to um i always add a different um promo at the end of every single one of our episodes just to get some of you guys listening to other podcasts because they're not all true i don't think we have any other true crime podcasts except for stolen from me which hers is just as rad um so um i know we because i know we've done the midwest meltdown um which is their gamers uh live with big bruh is like life life coaching um uh have you seen it she covered she just actually released a new episode um uh she watches international shows and like breaks them down for people which and i she doesn't like her voice but i love it love you maggie um but yeah so um check them out and support all your favorite podcasts man it's definitely a world i never thought i'd be delving into but here we are over 70 episodes, we're pushing, um, we're real close to 8,000 streams, 
which is fucking Woo-hoo, bananas. Thank um, you. Yeah. Um, I mean, we just hit 56 countries, and we're almost in all 50 states. Um, technically, someone from Wyoming has listened. It just never registered on Anchor for whatever reason. <laughs> so we should shout out to my mom's friend. But, um, yeah, so Angry Gnome Apparel, Code Babbles, uh, Fantasy and World Music by the Fighters always does our intro sound. Um, any social media is Bloody Babbles Podcast. That's our Gmail as well. Um, send in your stories. Send in your case requests. I have a whole freaking list from Nate because Nate is the tits, and we love him. And so, um, get in yours too, because we do Nate's. We'll do yours as well. Heck yeah, we will. I it keeps me busy between momming and and, and bloodying things up. You know, I do what I do. I do what I can. I do what I can. <laughs> and me fucking updates. It's, yeah, it's, it's a crazy. Fine. You know, it's great. <laughs> We're great. She's got a couple rabbit holes that Nate has suggested too. So if there's something like that that you like, because been a hot minute since we've done a rabbit hole but that's true but that's okay but if we'll get back into it at some point if we if you like it yeah one little small little case and then we'll rabbit hole it up but until next time babylon have you ever wondered what shows are like in foreign countries but the language barrier is what stopped you from giving them a chance my name's maggie and i host the podcast have you seen it where i talk about tv shows from countries all around the world if you're like me You spend more time on Netflix looking for something to watch than actually watching something. So if you don't want to spend time scrolling through Netflix or even Hulu, check out my podcast for some show suggestions. I talk about the plots, tell you who the cast is, what I liked and what I didn't like about the shows. And I also throw in some fun facts about each country, tell you where in the world the show takes place, how close they are to any other shows that I've already covered, mention any cultural differences or similarities that I noticed, and my favorite part are the words and phrases that I picked up while watching these shows. You can check out Have You Seen It on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Google Podcasts, and most other places you listen to your favorite podcasts. You can follow the podcast on Twitter and Instagram at OfficialHYSI. That's O-F-F-I-C-I-A-L-H-Y-S-I. And make sure to like the Facebook page at Facebook.com slash OfficialHYSI. Let me help you find your new favorite show.